What's up, everybody? We're back with another episode of Questionable for Sunday. The regular season is officially over. The playoffs is here. We're recording here on Thursday night. Cowboys and Bears are kicking off, so we've officially started the 2019 EIG playoffs. Connor, welcome. Congrats on making the playoffs after finishing last last year. I got to bring that up. Thank you, man. Yeah, you a return to greatness for my team. I, let's also bring up the year before I got last, I did get first place. So, uh, you know, this is basically just a regression to the mean. I am clearly one of the best fantasy football managers in our league, probably also in the greater Pacific Northwest area. I think I, I have a combination of skill, talent, and execution that is unmatched. And uh, you're going about to see exactly what I'm talking about over the next three weeks. And uh, some interesting storylines here. Connor, you finished last last season, a chance to reverse that and finish in first this year. Our champion from last year, Jordan, he finishes uh, in last place in the standings. He has a chance to go from first to last. So we are able uh, potentially to have a reverse of the top and the bottom of the standings. So interesting to see what happens there. Uh, but we got a special guest join us today as well. Special guest. Special he had a huge week last week. We'll get into that later. Huge, huge sure. week. Huge week. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, our main man, Chris. Yo, what's up, Chris? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got to say, all that shit Connor said, complete bullshit. Uh, but thanks for having me on again. Had a huge week last week. So hyped. Thank you, Tristan. And uh, thank you, Jordan, for sucking just enough by seven points. Speaking of big weeks, you were also recently out of the country. Uh, tell us about your trip to Myanmar. Oh, Myanmar. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, leading a leading an uprising in Burma. Nice. Um, so that went pretty well, uh, but decided to come back early for the podcast. That's definitely my favorite risk territory. Definitely. But no, I was actually in Vietnam, not Myanmar. And uh, <laughs> Chris, it's been, uh, you know, an up and down season for you. So mostly down, I would mostly say. Mostly down, yeah, for the most yeah, part. Pretty down, yeah. Pretty down, dude. Pretty down. You were probably, I think you were pretty optimistic about your team to start the year. Um, obviously not the season you're looking for, but you're able to end it on a high note. If you were just were to recap this, this season uh, for yourself and the league in general, what would you say? Oh, I mean, got to say a lot of different moods, like you said. Uh, pretty hyped about the team going in. Not like overhyped that I thought it was even going to do great, but I thought, you know, I'd make the playoffs very soon after. Got into a different mood, saw that I was not going to make the playoffs about two games in. Uh, for the rest of the season, pretty much been in that mood until last week when Joe posted some bullshit on the uh, Discord about me upsetting, or I think that was you, Eric, having a huge upset if I could uh, score enough points. And I did. So all last week, I was just paying attention, watching those points, doing those calculators. Uh, doing those Chris calculators, Major, baby. Those calculators. <laughs> the guess what? calculator, I Chris Smart. I was, sitting, no, I was sitting in the airport telling my girlfriend to just do all this math while I yelled a bunch of numbers at her. Geez, you're quant, right? Yeah, quant. Yeah, math is hard, dude. I'm, you know, whatever. Uh, but, oh, my God, so hyped. Don't have a first round bye. Yeah, that was a pretty nuts. Not only did you beat Tristan, so you went three and ten because you were a game behind uh, both Tristan and Jordan, I believe. Uh, you also outscored him. Uh, let's see, by about thirty-four points, and you basically finished in third place by nine points. 
which basically means you are not in the running for a buy in the toilet bowl. So you basically guaranteed yourself an opportunity to get out of the toilet bowl in the first week. That's very well done. Oh, yeah. Got that extra game not to suck. Yeah, but it was a big week. Uh, a lot a lot was on the line last week um, as far as who was going to make the playoffs and the playoff seating. Uh, so let's get right into that as we recap the final week of the regular season, week 13. We'll start here with our game of the week. That was Jerry taking on Hovey, and Jerry wins 117.5 to 110.4. So with that, Jerry locked up the number one overall seed in the playoffs, and he also finished as the highest scoring team this season. Jerry finished with 1,628.1 points. Um, and second place was Hovey at 1,559.4. So a significant margin there for Jerry finishing as the highest scoring team. I looked this up. Jerry's actually finished as the highest scoring team in the regular season two years in a row. And uh, he's had first round buys. He had a first round buy last year. Last year, he was the number two overall seed. He bumps it up to number one seed this year. So uh, two really impressive regular seasons in a row for Jerry. In this game against Hovey, he had a huge performance on Sunday night from James White, um, who finished with none other than 33.7 points. Uh, Connor Wait knows, a second. Connor that knows, number looks familiar. Connor knows plenty about that number. Uh, but I was looking at James White's <laughs> season. His previous high was 15.4 points, and he's actually had more games under 10 than he's had over 10 this season. But, um, you know, with the Patriots having to play from behind against the Texans, him being that passing back and the Patriots not really having anyone else to throw it to. Uh, James White was able to take advantage and, and have a huge game. And uh, Lamar Jackson also, he goes over 20 again. The usual for him, he finishes with 22.3. So big game there. Tower Lockett with zero on Monday night. Kind of uh, kept... That was a great game, though. It gave uh, Hovey a chance. Uh, you know, Chris Carson finished with 17.4 points. Hovey's highest score this week. Uh, kind of brought him back in it, you know. If he had the chance to maybe get lucky at the end and get another Carson touchdown, that potentially could have gamed the dub. But you know, got to got to give props to Jerry on a, another phenomenal regular season. Yeah, seriously, well done, Jerry. Thanks for uh, responding to my text messages. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do we want do we want to get into this, Connor? No, I don't want to get into it. I'm sorry, right. about that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. dude. Get into it. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm just tired of getting ghosted by people in this league. I just feel like every time I send a text out and then I'll get, I'll get a response, it, I just get like stiff armed, you know? And it's just like, you know, I, I try to put in high effort, you know? We put this podcast on, we, uh, you know, talk some shit, we make predictions, we track those all over time. We're having a good old, good old gay old time, as they say in the 30s. But it's like, dude, I, I don't know, man. It hurts my feelings. That's put all. some effort into those texts, man. Come on. Maybe that's it. Maybe I need to send some pictures along with those texts. Yeah. So Jerry, uh, first place in the standings, last place in responding to text. Uh, but I'm sure he'll, I'm sure I'm sure he'll take an EIG championship over uh, another appearance on the Questionable for Sunday podcast. Uh, but he was a good uh, guest too. The one thing I will say is that it's pretty nuts how this is his second year top scoring, and I, I mean. Let's see if we can pull it into a championship because he has not been on the board yet. Yeah, last year he fell in the semis uh, to yours truly. Um, this year, yours truly be... is yours truly in the league. Is that is that a nickname for Spencer? <laughs> yeah, but uh, that, this year he won't have that chance because uh, last week 
I earned a number two seed with a 118.1 to 113.4 win over Spencer. And I got a huge performance out of Devontae Parker. He finished with 31.4 points. That's his highest game of the season. He's had, I was looking at his stats, he's had at least five catches or a touchdown in every game this year since week three. And uh, in case you were wondering, I bit, I was able to lock him up in the draft for $1. Which is ridiculous. So, I mean, if you just, just look at my receivers, if you take a look at him. I mean, Devontae Parker cost me a dollar. John Brown, who's had a, a really solid season, he cost me two. DJ Chark, I picked up on waivers, I think for zero. So, you know, Chark. wide receiver was definitely uh, not my strength after the draft, but some solid pickups by me there late in the draft and in free agency to kind of bolster that position. Well, running back wasn't even a strength to you after the draft. You took David Johnson for $52. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we don't. I don't think we want to talk about David. Oh, I mean, I'd love and to talk about. Oh, that. Let's try to talk about that because then you tried to trade him to me, man. Oh, you, Chris, you're not the only cluttered. person you tried to pawn him off you on. Tried, oh my god, you didn't accept it. I mean, okay, if you look at his first six games, he had one stinker against Baltimore for eight points, which I mean isn't terrible, but not great either. Every other game, he's at least over fifteen. Two games over twenty. After that, he's combined the score. Um, Two point or uh, yeah, uh, three point one points or something like that over how many weeks? Four games he's actually played. He was injured. Uh, I don't really know. This this is probably one of the weirder fantasy seasons I've ever seen because he's healthy. Obviously, I mean maybe he's not fully healthy, but he's healthy enough to be playing. But not the David Johnson I was hoping to have down the playoff stretch. But David Johnson, you're hoping to trade to fucking everybody. True. But, you know, I'm still – I was actually – I locked up the number two seed. I was actually hoping that Jerry was going to win because I preferred the number two seed uh, due to the matchups that I was going to have. <laughs> because – Playing some chess over here. I will be facing <laughs> the winner of Connor and McCory, who if I were to rank hey, the playoff the teams, I would rank McCory as the sixth team, number six, and Connor as number five. So – uh, I feel like I'm taking on the winner of the two worst playoff teams while Jerry and Joe and Hobie duke it out on the other side of the bracket. So I'm feeling real optimistic about my uh, title chances, or at least uh, making the title game. Connor, you have anything to say about that? Fuck off. I do not. <laughs> So let's move on They're to our dude, dude, in the show sheet, you're literally talking about how good McCaffrey's been. You're literally just on your knees sucking his dick, and now you just say my team isn't that good? Bro, my team is nasty. Let's get into it, man. Last week, yeah, but whatever. I lost to Joe, 108.2 to 86.3. It's all right. It was a little bit of a stinker. But let me tell you what, man. My team's going to bounce back. I'm going to come out here. I'm going to smack McCory. I'm going to smack my co-host, and I'm going to smack someone else to win the championship. All right, uh, you heard it there, Con- Connor firing up his team with a nice pump-up speech. But uh, let's look at this loss. Connor finishes with 86.3 points, if you didn't hear it the first time. Uh, Connor has his four-game winning streak snapped. He had gone over 115 points in those four wins, but a real stinker on Sunday. A uh, large part due to M- Christian McCaffrey scoring just 13.7 points, his second-worst performance of the season. and that was second worst. I'll live with that. His first game under 20 points since Week 8. What really killed me was Jamison Crowder and Terry McLaurin, my favorite Irish wide receiver, only scoring 1.8 points each. That's just ridiculous. And I honestly thought that the Jets defense would do way better against Cincinnati, but uh, 
man, the Bengals actually look kind of decent. Got to win. Yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers is the high score for Connor. 28 points there. Uh, so good to see that that coming against the Giants. You'd uh, expect a big game out of him, and you got it. Uh, Connor, any other thoughts to add here on, on this on this game? Yeah, um, let's see. Right before the game, let's see. So last week I dropped uh, Zach Pascal um, because he got one target, zero points, and his target was in the last three minutes of the game. Kind of useless. I picked up Nick Foles because I've kind of been struggling at quarterback all year. Although Aaron Rodgers is like a, he's like sixth or seventh in points, his uh, consistency's been pretty bad. Either he scores forty or or twelve. So I'm always looking for something else. Um, and yeah, uh, Nick Foles got me negative two points. Thank God I didn't play him against Tampa Bay, who who do they do have an awful pass defense. So it was definitely in the realm of possibilities. Zach Pascal scored like 16 points too on Spencer's bench. So that's frustrating to see. But all I'm gonna say is that I think it was last weekend, right? I think Jerry dropped Rashad Penny. Uh, Hobie dropped Rashad. Hobie. Oh, uh, you know, actually, last podcast I said Jerry again for some reason. I think it's Jerry. Anyways, Hobie dropped Rashad Penny, and I picked him up. He got me what twenty four point seven points on my bench. And to be honest, like I actually think he could be startable going forward, uh, even when they have the two headed dragon over there for the Seahawks. So to me, even though I lost this week, I think it was a win. Yeah, I mean, your your reward is you get to play McCory in the playoffs. Uh, so. Um, we'll get into that matchup later, but can I just say that I'm actually really happy that I lost because I really wanted to play McCory in the playoffs rather uh, than anyone else. So for me, it was you know I'm also wow, playing chess. Okay. Yeah, you know when your team gets a bye, you know, get some rest, so you're gonna avoid that. You're gonna be hopefully get a win this week. Your team's gonna have a lot of momentum when you head into that uh, big matchup, Clash of the Co-hosts. Uh, I guess you called Volume Three after we had the rivalry week matchup last week, but uh, that's true. Could be a big um, one. That's that, yeah. That's that's uh, that's pretty fair. Uh, looking at our next matchup here, uh, we're kind of looking at the significance of playoffs. Uh, we had McCory taking on Jordan. Uh, McCory has a big week, so he holds on to that points lead that he had going into the week. He beats Jordan one twenty one point eight to seventy seven point seven, and um, you know, lots we can talk about here. Looking at either team. Start with McCory here. Robert Woods, his high score, 23.7 points. Um, obviously, McCory required, uh, acquired Woods in a trade a few weeks back um, with myself. He traded Adam Thielen for Woods. And uh, I think you got to say that trade worked out pretty well for McCory. Woods, he didn't play the first week uh, when McCory acquired him. He was scratched that week. But in the two games since, 12.7 points last week and then 23.7 points this week. 13 catches for 172 yards uh, on 18 targets. So I think you got to say that um, that trade's definitely uh, worked out really well for, for Andrew. That's not the first trade this year that's not gone your way, Eric. Uh, yeah, definitely definitely, uh, definitely a very true <laughs> statement. Note to self, trade with Eric next year. Yeah, you know, but yeah, some of you, you, I can't even get a Sometimes. response out of Sometimes. some people, you know. Uh, so you actually have to respond back to me to trade with me, but um, yeah, you know if you if you're wanting somebody to do well, just uh, make a trade with me. As soon as I trade that person, they're gonna go off because right. you know Aaron Jones scored four touchdowns the week after I traded him. Uh, Robert Woods, since I've traded him, you know two huge weeks there, so not a huge surprise. Uh, but Jordan. He has a real stinker of a week, as we mentioned earlier this well, week. He's had a real him stinker of a year. To finish in last game, place. Jordan. Huge <laughs> game. Thank you. 
Finishing yeah, in well last done, place, Jordan. helping well Chris done. move out helping of that total by taking one for the team, Jordan. Just had to score eight more points. And uh, Jordan, yeah, he gets twenty four point three out of Brady, but not much else to write home about. Some a real stinker performance for his from his running backs. Ronald Jones, Tevin Coleman, Treat Cohen, and Mark Ingram combined for fifteen point five points. And he played all four. <laughs> so not what Jordan was looking for out of his running backs. So. Uh, so not I'm not a huge surprise. Those. He didn't finish yeah, with many weeks. That's what Chris is looking for. Hey, exactly. Chris, you see you see who's on Jordan's bench? James Washington scoring nineteen point one. Yeah, wow. We're not playing Washington, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah. Shout out James Washington. But uh, let's look at Chris's matchup here. Uh, he is a big win. We've we've hit on it a little bit already. One twenty seven point seven to ninety three point six. He beats Tristan. To, mm, yeah. You know, really, it was. I mean, he needed the win to move out of the the toilet bowl. Uh, buy spots, but he he needed the points as well, and he got them. Some big performances. Alshon Jeffrey comes back from injury, twenty four point two points, and uh, Derrick Henry. Chris acquired in a, a a much talked about trade a few weeks back. He Ooh, finishes much talked t- about twenty two point one points. Mike yeah, Gesicki at tight end, sixteen point four. A big game there. That was a hot pickup. Patrick yeah. Mahomes, nineteen point five points. Uh, some real soft performances all around for Chris. I gotta say, a bold start with Bengals D, and it, it pays off big. Finishing with thirteen <laughs> points. Uh, I can't say I would have recommended that one. Position uh, rank. Someone, hey Eric, guess the position rank of the Bengals D. Probably pretty low. I would say uh, the first number, I don't know, maybe in the 28, 29, 30 range. So they're 29th. And, uh, you know, Chris, he obviously just that, foresaw though? the future. Yeah. How about that? I though? guess, you know, I guess it's a great opinion that I don't give a shit about Eric's thoughts <laughs> and uh, who to play and what defenses to play. But, you know, it worked out. Uh, probably won't be playing them this week, but we'll see how it goes. Um, but, yeah. Hyped on that game. Uh, I finally had Alshon Jeffrey come back from injury, so that was pretty cool. Um, benched Duke Johnson for like the first time the entire season because I actually got LaShawn McCoy, and he actually does well. But uh, in the end, it didn't matter. LaShawn McCoy still did well for me. Derrick Henry, stud. Uh, A.J. Brown, oh, what did he do? I don't think he actually did it. He got six week. points. It's not six too bad. Six points, but he had a big week. You know, big. So all in all, I think my trade was pretty good a few weeks ago. That was hotly talked about. I don't know how uh, other people uh, in the league or other people on this podcast feel about it, but you know who gives a shit. Uh, yeah, you know I, that that perfectly who sums up who shit? does give a shit. I don't because you know Chris <laughs> isn't in the playoffs and neither is Spencer, the other team in that trade. So, uh, you know, some of us we got bigger fish to fry over here, right, Connor? Absolutely. Like I'm not I'm not worried about the opinions of people in the toilet bowl. Like, oh wow, what a cute trade that was though, you know? Yeah. Although what I'm I will say saying, all I'm saying is we had some pretty butthurt people when that trade was made. That's true. Uh, and those butthurt people is uh, one of the three people on this podcast. I won't say any names. Derek. But what I will say <laughs> is that since the trade, Zico Elliott has scored forty three points. And then Derrick Henry has scored 50.1 points, okay? And that includes the fact that Zeke has played one additional game. So that means that Henry is averaging 25.1 and Zeke averages 14.3. On top of that, you got LaShawn McCoy. So it's looking real good for you, Chris. I actually think that worked out in your favor. David Johnson have scored maybe like 2.9 or whatever over the last eight weeks or whatever he had. So – but that's all right, you know. That. that just shows I had David Johnson was my first pick I made. He's absolutely gone to shit. 
the last eight weeks, and I still finished as the number two seed in the league. So it just shows how good of a fantasy player I am. The rest of you can suck my balls. Wait a second. That sounds like an argument that I would say. <laughs> it also shows what we were just talking about. Make trades with Eric. Uh, you know, it only applies in certain situations. So. You say, sure. if you would have traded for David Johnson, he probably would have, you know, scored 20 points. I eight. probably would have had a first would've, round behind the toilet bowl. Would have changed. Uh, sure. Been doing so bull. So we'll see. Would have changed the world as we know it. Uh, it's crazy to think about this. I want to bring this up very briefly. It's crazy to think that you traded away Aaron Jones, a top five running back, to Ben, and Ben did not make the playoffs, and you did. That's yeah, I, so exactly. You're just adding to my point, Connor. I had David Johnson just absolutely go to shit, and I traded a top five running back. Still finished ten and three. It's so I mean, it's so funny. Like how good am I at fantasy football? Okay, once again, I feel like I'm hearing myself through you right now. But it is so funny to me how originally when that trade went down and it was so clearly in Ben's favor, you were like obviously what? you know embarrassed no, that, you, that you made this trade, and now you're just gloating about it because you're like, yeah, and I was able to overcome it. You literally fucked your, you literally shot yourself in the foot, and you still finished the race. And you're like, yeah, and I have a fucked up foot. It's like, yeah, you shot yourself in the foot, dude. You know, on that foot, I'll probably, hopefully, you know, the the EIG championship picture will be sitting on my foot at the end of the season. Why? Why would you put it there? Put it on a mantle, dude. What are you talking about? Put it above your bed. That's where mine is. Mine is literally on my ceiling. It's like I actually had to cut um, a hole in my mirror <laughs> so I could put the EIG championship picture like right in the middle of it. You know? Yeah, it looked like a champion every day. You know, some of us aren't like eight, nine years old, Connor. We don't hang posters on our wall anymore. You know, we've grown up, we moved on to bigger and better things. Dude, some of us have not, offices, you know, pictures where we you. live. Dude, it's, it's not but, on my uh, wall, it's on my ceiling. Did you fucking hear what I said, dude? I got a fucking mirror on my ceiling in my bedroom, bro. I'm not nine. <laughs> what do you, there's a mirror on your ceiling? Yeah, dude. What do you, what do you use that for? <laughs> watch himself all right never mind move on move on enough with that conversation let's finish up our 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 recap here and take a look at our last matchup that uh didn't really have to do anything with anything uh because of the you know mccory having a good week that was ben taking on curtis curtis wins 124.5 to 118 and uh curtis real solid week for him seven players in double figures uh Probably kind of a little rough one for him, though, as Kenny Galladay, Darius Geis, and Raheem Mostert all on his bench with 20-plus points. Uh, and obviously, he was looking for as many points as possible to pass up Andrew. But uh, I got to say, the lineup he played was definitely was probably his best lineup. And it's hard to say that he made any bad decisions by benching any of those guys. And he still scored 125 points, so I mean... So yeah, both of those guys, they're uh, in a toilet bowl this week. Got that first, that extra game to avoid the last place punishment. And one more thing to hit on here for week 13. As we mentioned on last pod, it was rivalry week. And everyone took on, Connor named the matchups last week, $10 to the higher scoring team. Uh, So just to recap uh, there, um, let's start with the most important. Eric beats Connor. Jerry beats Tristan, Ben beats Jordan, Chris beats Curtis, McCory beats Hovey, and Spencer beats Joe. So uh, $10 to each of the winners there. Congrats Congratulations to our winners. Uh, to the winners. Chris, how does, how does it feel Thank to get you. that extra 10 bucks as well? I mean, cherry on the top of last week, dude. Connor, uh, how's it feel? 
How's it feel? <laughs> Dude, life, life's good, man. I just moved. I, you know, got a new apartment, you know, working a new job, trying to, like, meet my coworkers. It's so funny. Like, just, just yesterday, like, I totally left work at, like, four. My coworker was, like, looking at me, and I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Fucking started, like, three, three months ago. Damn right I'm leaving at four. So, yeah, things are good, dude, you know? And I'm like, yeah, Bill, I'm leaving at four, Bill. Let him know, Connor. Let him Actually, it's crazy. This guy's named Bill, right? He's He sits right next to me. He's like six foot five. He's got a voice for radio, and he does not stop talking. For some reason, he always feels the need to make phone calls. And then across the way from me, like pretty similarly spaced, is this guy named Pedro. And he's like six foot three and Puerto Rican. And he's always on the phone talking Spanish. And he's also really loud. So literally, it's like a chaos nightmare. And I realize now why they put me there. Uh, because out of three people that are new, I was the last one to join. So the two people decided not to sit Connor, as a man who stands under six foot, how does it feel to sit next to two guys who tower over you? Well, it feels great because we're sitting. He probably uh, talks just. As I mean, I'm sure you. Up. I mean, I'm sure you stand up to them next to them well, sometimes. Well, I, I definitely have my chair higher up, so like we're equal height. But then, you know, like, my feet don't touch the ground. Gotcha. Yeah. No, hey, by the way, okay, under six foot, like barely, dude. I have six foot on my Tinder profile. Okay. <laughs> How's that working out? Yeah, it just work. It's not it's not working out. Do you go, do you uh, show chicks your beer on your ceiling? <laughs> hey, now you're getting it. <laughs> and uh, we'll move on there and uh, wrap up our week thirteen. Uh, we also had a couple DFS contests and uh, Jordan with an impressive week in in Fanduel. He wins the Thursday the Thanksgiving contest as well as the Sunday contest. Oh, he won both. Holy so, shit! So uh, two wins for Jordan last week. He takes home fifty dollars total. So a nice week for Jordan. Yeah. Um, by the way, great idea for the Thursday games. I thought that was awesome. Um, like, I, I don't think I joined. <laughs> I was just going to say, great idea, <laughs> but, but you didn't participate. That's true. No, cause, yeah, because I didn't realize it and, you know, I was busy and stuff. Um, but, yeah, but I think that's something. Family. I think you should advertise that more on, on the podcast or in the Discord that we're doing, like, a special Thursday one because that was, that was genius. You know, I, I got to admit I had no idea that there was a special Thursday one until Curtis had posted something about it in the Discord. So uh, shout out Curtis for shout out Curtis shout out Curtis member of the EEIG um, creative team. So yeah, you know Connor's too busy on Thanksgiving, can't enter lineups. He's too busy talking to his uncle, who only drafts white players in fantasy football. Actually, I I, I had my cousin in town this past week, and we were talking about that. How <laughs> it's just uh, kind of a stain on the family. We all have family members that were like, eh, eh. you know what I'm saying. So uh, add that to the list. Uh, yeah, that does it for our final week of the regular season, week 13. So, you know, uh, congrats to everyone for making it through another great regular season. And now we have all our attention turned to the playoffs and the toilet bowl, which Connor is going to preview a little bit here. He made a nice little graphic for us that is going to show up in the Discord uh, in the future. But uh, we're going to have Connor break down the matchups. Absolutely. So uh, congratulations to Jordan and Tristan. You have achieved a first round by in the only real playoff section that matters if you suck at fantasy, which is the toilet bowl. Thank you, now, boys. just to give a quick reminder, uh, the ESPN consolation bracket is fucked up and they don't allow me to do any type of buys. So I did it. I actually changed it manually this week, but it does show Jordan's playing Tristan. That game does not matter. We are not going to give a shit about who wins that. More importantly, though, we have two 
excellent toilet bowl matchups coming your way. We have Spencer versus Curtis. I think these are by far the two tallest members of the league. Longtime friends. I by think far. historically they've been pretty solid fantasy uh, managers. I know Curtis has always had a competitive team. Spencer's always the kind of guy who's you know looking to make deals, make trades, try to get an advantage. Draft some and running backs. Draft seven running backs, you know, and, wow, you know, strategy. I guess it didn't work out for him. So if we go back to that first show sheet and we talk about if Spencer's a playoff team, I'm pretty sure you said he was, Eric. I, I don't know. I don't remember. You have to look back. Oh, wow. Short, oh, yeah, short-term memory loss. Huh? Crazy. Okay. Actually, that's more like long-term, long-term, but, uh, long-term memory loss. Uh, and in the other matchup, we have uh, Ben versus Chris. Now, I'm actually shocked that Ben's also in six. He also has a history of excellence in fantasy. He was a, a knowledgeable guest on the, on the show. He His team was, you know, I think in the top five or six squads over the course of the season – but was unable to really wrap it up, and uh, McCory took that last spot. And then we have Chris. Chris is a guy, his team always sucks. So, you know, he's a return member to the Toilet Bowl, um, and we love to have him back. Yeah, returning member. Happy to be here. So, Chris, in, uh, historically in the Toilet Bowl, um, do you think that this is where your team starts to excel, or is this uh, kind of where you get lucky? I mean, it's fantasy for me, so it's definitely a bit of both. Um, but – uh, as you saw last season, it did not excel until the last game where uh, I beat the uh, Connor the Bicurious, I think was his name. Um, and uh, he ended up having to do some weird Instagram thing. So let's hope that doesn't happen to me this year. Actually, my team name was uh, Tanking for Bosa. Tanking year. for Bosa. Okay. Sorry. I got to say, to Chris, it's just fantasy. This kind of like it's a fantasy for Connor to have someone other than himself look at his ceiling mirror. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, guys. Uh, one thing I will add to this, though, is that looking at the last place punishment, Chris, we had a – I know that you listened to the podcast last week. You mentioned it right before the show how you're a huge fan. Out of the 10 huge options fan. that me and Eric said, which one did you like the most? Uh, yeah, probably the one uh, about the thing I didn't listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I did not listen to the podcast. Uh, I thought you were going to make something say, up, dude. I would say the excuse I was going to try, but I couldn't. I would say the excuse is that I uh, was traveling, but to be honest, I probably haven't listened to the podcast in three weeks. So <laughs> I wasn't traveling three weeks ago. Uh, I lost interest until I uh, Joe pulled out that random stat that I could be, uh, you know, not make the toilet bowl by, and then I got into it again. Um, but anyways, just say that was me who brought it up, but not Joe. That was so you during the week, made, but Joe well, did bring it up earlier on, uh, prior to the games. I mean, you can't um, really yeah, of those either, options, so. uh, probably were the one where uh, Connor has to give a hand drop to the loser. That was probably my favorite. Gonna pass on that. Yeah, yeah. So looking at actually, I'm I'm pulling up the last that last show sheet, Eric. I don't know if you have a chance to, uh, but I'm looking at the the options that we've both gone over. I think it'd be fun to watch you. Uh, do the NFL Combine, which is something we did. I mention. did know that one. That one was funny. I thought that'd be great. Um, also, an option that I would love to see Chris do would be to make a, a children's book because <laughs> it would inevitably turn into an adult book. I can tell you that right now. Um, and it would never get published. <laughs> and uh, is, the, is last place punishment to get it published? It's, it's possible. I mean, I think we would say, Chris, go make a children's book and you would get it published. And then you could go to Fascinations and pick it up. Yeah, yeah so uh, we we came up with some solid punishments last week. 
obviously no one gave a shit about any of them because <laughs> no one gave any feedback to any of the punishments on uh on discord joe brought the compound idea and that that drew some a few uh a few Pews comments and odds. Yeah. yeah but um nothing it's else. crazy how like I did a quick the other day yesterday about uh connor and i wanting to decide on the last place punishment so if you have any feedback or any ideas not, to bring up, they're not going to have any. To post um, one it there thing... and uh, got absolutely nothing. So thanks to ever, thanks to the league for that. Uh, I don't think we're going to decide on a podcast uh, a last place punishment just yet. I think we may wait till the last place. Uh, Sounds like total winner is decided. decided. Yeah, we have it finalized, so we can cater it to the uh, last place punishments talent and skill level. For example, Chris, I had a couple ideas in the podcast you did not listen to. How would you feel about starting a new career as a stand-up comedian? Yeah, wouldn't do that. <laughs> I think that would be a good one too. Just depending on it would be uh, a good one, but who, yeah, public who wins total? Yeah, you got to. I guess you got to cater it. Can't be too unfair though. Just oh, I just thought of another one. Like, what if it would be a great idea to be a spokesperson for Badonk Bidet? Exactly. You and put it on your social media, and like, you know, we'll get like a product out there, and like, you know, you could do little like uh, infomercials, like you know, the guy who's like, you know, like Shamewell uh, guy. Shamewell, yeah. thank you. Honestly, yeah, that, yeah. I wouldn't be too bad. That would be another great idea, and I'm I'm sure everyone will give their glowing thoughts in the Discord about that. Yeah, the, the six people who download this podcast, please let us know how you feel about what I just said. I'm going to bring that up, Connor, about the downloads here. Some interesting stats. You know, we're all about, Analytics. We're all about stats and fantasy football. Analytics. Obviously. So let's look at some of the podcast stats here. Uh, Analytics. Obviously, me and Connor didn't really bring it on the last pod or something. Or, you know, maybe people are just losing interest in the league because, you know, Jerry's team and my team are too dominant. Uh, but only 10 downloads on the last podcast. Uh, compared to the previous two podcasts before that, Clash of the Co-Hosts. I can't. Who was that podcast? Who was the guest on that one? Do you remember? Um, did I have a short-term memory? I'm like one of the greats. Uh, I mean, I can quickly look. It was Hobie. No, Hobie was the one before that. Anyways. I think it was. I think it was Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think it was. We're Jordan. clearly prepared for this. So when Jordan was on the podcast, uh, a season high thirty-five downloads in that podcast. Wow! And the week before that, here lies the, the carcass of Marcus of Marcus with Hovi as guest, thirty-three downloads, and then we dropped to ten. I mean, hey. what's going on? But, How do you uh, feel about that, Chris? Chalk it up to the holidays. Chalk it up to the holidays. You know, Chris, you were wherever the hell you were, Vietnam, doing yeah, what, whatever you're doing. I think it's doing. pronounced Vietnam. You could have been spreading, yeah. the, you know, the, the questionable for Sunday <laughs> podcast in the mean streets of Phuket. But, That's uh, in Thailand, you goddamn. That's where all the ladyboys are, Eric. Get your mind out of the ladyboys. Oh, no one said anything about ladyboys. Yeah, what are you the one who brought it up, Chris. I came out of nowhere. Yeah, there's plenty this of ladyboys there. This is there, a PG-13 the ladyboys in Vietnam. Uh, or as as the locals say it in uh, in America, Vietnam. Uh, but yeah, enough about enough talk about Lady Boys. Let's get back to some football. We got to break down the playoffs. Give our predictions for this week's matchup, uh, and also give our picks who we think is going to take on the title. And uh, I think we could also give some toilet bowl predictions as well if we want. Oh, uh, for sure. That's include that on absolutely. the sheet. But uh, how can we leave it out? But uh, Connor and I both finished four and two last week, so 
I finished regular season 45 and 27. Connor finishes two games behind 43 and 29. So let's start with our first matchup here. That's the number three seed, Connor McKee, the home team, taking on number six seed, Andrew McCrory, with the winner facing Eric, number two seed in the semis. Connor, I'll start with you. I think we know where this one's going, but let's hear it. Yeah, so this is the 14th week in a row that I've chosen myself to win. And, uh, you know, I've been right for nine of those weeks. So that's not so bad. Nine of 13, excuse me. And I will be right this week. Look, my team is great. You know, I have the number one player in fantasy. I have the number six tight end. What else do you need? You know, look, I got Christian McCaffrey. I think he's got a great matchup against the Falcons. The Falcons have looked pretty decent um, the last couple weeks, but their defense is still absolute garbage. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to score a ton of points against the Redskins on Sunday morning. I think that the projection for that is low. ESPN says that's going to be 18.2. I think that's going to be a lot higher. And my recent pickup, Rashad Penny, I think I might even play him against the Rams. It looks like the Seahawks have two awesome running backs. They're going to go back and forth because Chris Carson's having some fumbling issues. Look, I just think that my team is sick. I think I'm going to beat McCory. You know, it was a great story that he got into the playoffs with a losing record. Let's not keep that out. He's six and seven. Some people in, you know, the uh, podcast don't have losing records. Two out of three of us. But regardless, I think my team is superior. I know he got in on points and he had a great week last week. So props to him. He's actually in Portland this weekend. I think I'm going to try to go see him. He's here for a Blazers game. And actually, I've never even met McCory in real life. We usually just uh, chat over the phone like twice a week. So it will be nice to uh, put a face to the voice. But I, you know what? My team is great, and uh, I'm fully confident that I'm going to take this game down. Chris, uh, what do you think? Well, who do you like in this one? Uh, I'm going with Connor uh, and putting no football knowledge behind it. Just uh, just with the confidence, Connor. My guy. Let's do it. I'm going to go with Connor as well. I Let's go. This one, I, I, you know, as I mentioned, I think, you know, McCory, I think there's a lot of teams who aren't in the playoffs who are, have better teams than McCory. Uh, so Connor gets a nice matchup here. Shout out. Uh, not, not too excited about Connor's team. You know, McCaffrey is really solid, but George Kittle, obviously a great tight end, but uh, nobody else to really write home about. I think maybe, you know, some questionable lineup decisions here. I don't know about Jacob Hollister as the fl- second flex or even oh, Rash- really? or even Rashad Penny as uh, the second running back. Benjamin, oh, really? But, F1 racing? But I don't think it's going to matter. Yeah, I'd like, I think McCorin would uh, be a much better play uh, in the flex there. And even Kenyon Drake over Penny at running back. Um, you know, but, hey, Connor, it's your team. You're the, you're the we'll all-knowing. See, we'll see. Um, we've, we've seen it all year what you've done so hard to question what you're doing there but uh either way even with uh, the lineup questions i'm still going with connor so make that a clean sweep for him so yeah i mean i just want to say very briefly uh you know my obviously my lineup is um not set in stone just yet but this cardinals team that the seahawks are playing against historically bad against tight ends they just gave up 20.2 points to tyler higby the week before that, they were on bye, but they gave up 15.4 points to Ross Dwelly. They gave up 12.7 points to O.J. Howard. I mean, they've just been a, like the bottom of the barrel at uh, defending tight ends. And looking at last week, the C- actually just on Monday, Jacob Hollister actually could have had a touchdown um, overthrown, I think it's actually and the week before that. So I think that his point total the past two weeks has uh, been lower than it should be. I think it's a great matchup. I actually might even play him over Kittle. Who knows? You know, Connor, those are some great stats. 
but the Seahawks are playing the Rams. So, Ooh. you know, the Cardinals might give up a lot of points to tight ends, but Hollister won't oh, be able to fuck, take advantage dude. of that this <laughs> week. Dude, I'm but, told uh, that they're playing the Cardinals this week. They are playing the Rams on Sunday. Oh, shit. Football. Let me just wait one sec. Refresh your page. I'll put I'll put someone else in. Hold on a sec. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Nice. Yeah, refresh your page. Yeah, we got Kenyon Drake in the flex spot this week. It's going to be a great matchup. Yeah, uh, me, me Pittsburgh. First. Oh, uh, terrible. McCorry now. Terrible run defense. The Steelers have had this week or this year. Kenyon Drake has clearly been feasting when David Johnson doesn't. And the Cardinals have been rising regardless of the fact that they can't defend against tight ends. Uh, so, yeah, so no, yeah, Connor, uh, nice there. You know, Jacob Hollister, who needs him? He'll probably catch a touchdown now, just saying. Just uh, saying he might, yeah. Looking at our next matchup here, this one has already gotten going. Joe has three guys actually playing right now in the Thursday night game. Uh, we got the number four seed, Hobie's Heroes, taking on the number five seed, Joe, with the winner taking on Jerry, the number one seed in the semis. So Joe currently projected to win 120.8 to 107.4. I think going into this one, I like Joe in this matchup. This Thursday night game hasn't gone great for him. Uh, Dak Prescott just 2.6 points. David Montgomery 5.3, but Allen Robinson didn't catch a touchdown. He is 15.5. So Joe up 23.4 to zero right now. Um, But even before the Thursday night game started, I liked Joe in this one. So I'm going with him. Uh, Chris, who do you take in this one? Uh, we're going with Hobie. Um And, you know, solely, you know, again, no football knowledge. We're going to send Joe some bad juju. Hopefully he loses first round of the playoffs because fuck Joe gang. Um, and, you know, Hobie deserves it. He's second point, second in points scored, and he didn't even really use the waiver wire. What a guy. What a guy. What a guy. All right, Connor, you got to break the tie on this one. Who you I'm going to go. I'm gonna take Joe this week. I'm sorry, Hobie. I just uh, like I like his team a lot better than yours. I know I see you starting Caden Smith at tight end, who has had two solid weeks in a row. But I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> who the hell is He's, that? Uh, he replaced Evan Ingram, who uh, is back. Ooh. It sounds like rough. this week. So Hobie's going to pick up a new. Tight also, end. I just want to say to slightly save face about what I previously previously just said. Uh, the Seahawks play the Cardinals the week after this week, and I'm actually I have tickets to that game. I'm gonna be there, so I don't know what I was thinking, but that's like my go-to game too because I was living in Arizona and I always see the Seahawks come down. Doesn't matter, but anyways, let me tell you what I think Joe's gonna yeah, take this team. He's got on. or this game. He's got a solid squad. Uh, he's got Alvin Kamara, uh, who I heard is a good player, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna take Joe. Some nice, some nice analysis there. Thanks, that's sir. a two-one, one for Joe. So that does it for our main playoff matchups. We also have a pair of toilet ball matchups. Let's start with our guest here. Chris, he's taken on Ben. Uh, each of them both have a player playing in the Thursday night game. Ben projected to win. Got... <coughs> oh, you're right. Well, 112.7 to 101.8. Chris has Jason Witten and Brett <laughs> Maher Projected playing. 101? <laughs> and uh, Jason Witten has 0.9 points. Maher has zero. Ben has Mari Cooper, who at, at this, it's halftime right now. Uh, Mari Cooper has two points. So not much going for either yeah, team. High there. scoring. It's going to be a shootout. So we'll see yeah. how it goes. Yeah, Chris, who are who you taking in this one? I mean, I'd be an idiot if I didn't choose myself. So let's go with myself. Um, but, you know, um, got some tough matchups, I think, for my guys. So not too confident in this. You know, uh, against Erickson's will, I may drop the Bengals D. 
and uh, replace that with, uh, you know, another all-star defense. But, you know, we'll see if Erickson approves of that. Um, but, yeah, got to go with myself. Got to keep the confidence up. Uh, hopefully I can get a win in this toilet bowl. I don't have to do the last place punishment. Uh, histor- history is not in my favor on that, however. Connor, who are you taking in this one? Oh, I think that I'm taking Chris. Uh, I think his team is just worse overall, and I really want to see him lose. So I'm choosing Chris to lose in advance in the toilet bowl. Uh, he'll be playing Tristan more likely than not next week, which was a, a great rematch of last week. Uh, just looking at Ben, I mean, I'm shocked that Ben didn't make the playoffs. Uh, if you just take a look at his roster, like his starting roster just looks so good. Um, not really sure what happened there. He's got Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Kyler Murray. It's, it's a tough one to see. You know, it's tough to see when one of the greats fall. And, uh, you know, personally uh, and selfishly, I want Chris to lose a toilet bowl and to be punished and watch him do dumb shit on social media. I see. I'm going with Ben this one, too. Uh, gotta like the Packers he's playing this week going against the Redskins some potential there for some big points and uh, I just think Ben is a better team here I gotta say uh, Chris I just noticed here looking at your roster Gio Bernard sitting on your bench here no uh, much talked about player he, he knows could get a real big uh, performance out of him to uh, push you out of the total pool. He, we, we will see with Gio Bernard um, however you know it is Gio Bernard uh, so where were we at with that bet on uh, Gio Bernard and Melvin? Uh, over many weeks ago, unfortunately. For yeah, me. exactly. Uh, looking here, yeah. I think I just picked Gio Bernard up to you know patch a bye week that I was never going to win. Uh, oh, that sounds for similar. the memes. Yeah, for the <laughs> for memes. For the memes. For the memes. And I've left him on the bench. Um, yeah, you know, it's been a real shaky season for Gio. You know, he's been, you know, moved around a lot of different teams already. Drafted yeah, yeah. by Connor, dropped by Connor, added by Joe, <laughs> traded from Joe to Connor, then dropped again by Connor, and now added by Chris. Yeah, so, no, you know, Gio Bernard, much traveled this season. Much traveled much guy. Traveled, much uh, traveled. Let's not forget, though, that, you know, just very recently he signed a two year, $10 million contract with the Bengals. So I thought that would mean that they were actually going to use him. Turns out that's not the case at all. Not, yeah, not quite there. Uh, not quite there. Yeah, but, but uh, props to Gio for getting paid. Yeah, exactly. There Good you go. For yeah, props to Gio for getting paid. And, you know, don't forget to shout out Cole Beasley, four for 27 or whatever he was. Can't forget. Yeah, who him. was sitting on, uh, I think it was McCory's bench last week. Uh, yeah, I can't remember who had him, but yeah, big oh, yeah. week for him on Thursday night. He had like 20 points on Thursday and wasn't played. Crazy. And uh, looking at our last matchup here, that's, uh, who do we got? We got Spencer taking on Curtis. And right now, Spencer leads 13.2 to 5. Spencer has Zeke Elliott, 13.2 points at halftime, so a strong half for him. Curtis with Bears D, currently sitting at 5 points. Right now, Curtis projected to win 123.9 to 115. Uh, Connor, who do you like in this one? You know, um, it's funny. Curtis has been rostering Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders the whole year. And with Jordan Howard out, Sanders has had a huge uptick in touches and actually had a great week last week. So I'm a, along with his stellar roster, I'm going to take Curtis. Uh, I think he's definitely got a solid squad this week. I like Melvin Gordon against the Jaguars. Uh, the, I think they're, uh, that linebacker just went uh, on IR, forgetting his name off the top of my head. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, you got Russell against, Wilson, Wilson against the Rams. It's more likely not going to be a shootout. Um, and, you know, Curtis has always had a, a solid squad this year. 
Kenny Galladay had a big week last week. He could probably recreate that. And I'm um, taking Curtis for the victory. So I'm choosing Spencer to lose and move on in the toilet bowl and play Jordan next week. I'm going to go with Sp- uh, sorry Curtis as well to win this one. I think he has a team that you know definitely has the talent to have been in the playoffs. He's got a little unlucky with some injuries this year and some other things, but I like his team to quickly get out of the toilet bowl here and beat Spencer. And uh, Chris, wrap it up here, our last matchup this week before we jump into some playoff predictions. Who do you like in this one? I'll just keep it all the way around. We'll go with Curtis. Uh, looks like his guys have a lot more favorable matchups. And uh, Spencer's team, looking at it for the first time in a, in a good while, and i got to say it's quite changed. He went from all those running backs at the beginning of the season, and I don't know how the hell he ended up with Austin S. Eckler. So uh, that's interesting. Um, so we'll see how it goes, but um, probably got to go with uh, Curtis on this one. But shout out to Ezekiel Elliott. Hope he does well for Spencer. Shout out Zeke, former player. And that Hopefully it. he doesn't match face me in uh, the uh, toilet bowl and beat me because of Ezekiel Elliott. It's poetic justice. It would be a fitting end to the season. And uh, that does it for our week 14 matchups. Before we let you guys go here, we want to give our predictions on the toilet bowl uh, and as well as the the winner's playoffs, who we think is going to advance <laughs> and end up taking home the championship. I'll start with Connor. Who do you like to take? Uh, who do you like to face off and win the championship in the winners bracket? And who do you think is going to end up winning the toilet bowl? Well, that's a that's a great question, Eric. I'm really happy you asked me that. Looking at the squads, I think it's pretty obvious that I'll be eventually in the championship, which is unfortunate because I, Eric, I was kind of hoping to play you in the championship. We're on, we're on the same side of the bracket, so that's not going to happen. I think it's going to be pretty clear that I'm going to be fighting Jerry. Jerry's had the best team in the league since the start. I mean, his squad is way too good for him not to go to the championship. I feel like he's a huge favorite. And, I'll, you know, honestly, I think, uh, you know, Eric, you make a couple of really good points uh, about, you know, you wanted to be in the second spot so you could play me and McCory. I totally get it. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna make you pay for those words, and I'm going to beat you next week, and I'm going to beat Jerry in the championship. And looking at the – oh, are we doing Toilet Bowl next or just – yeah, who, no, who do you think is going to win the toilet bowl? Oh, that's just easy. I mean, okay, look at it. I just called it. I just I just, I just, just said it, right? So really Chris winning. is going to lose this week. He's going to play Tristan. And then Spencer's going to lose. He's going to play Jordan. Jordan's obviously going to lose to Spencer. Spencer has Ezekiel Elliott. Come on. <laughs> Crazy. And then, you know, I actually think that Chris could beat Jordan, uh, Tristan, excuse me. But in my, in my deepest areas of my heart, I want Chris to lose. So we're just going to make that a reality. So Chris is going to advance. He's going to play Jordan in the uh, Toilet Bowl Finals, the real Super Bowl that we all care about, and he's going to lose again. Chris, you're going to be last place. Get your uh, get your TikTok ready because I want you to be a content creator. <laughs> and, uh, you know, start chatting away on your phone, dude, because uh, it's going to be a good time. All right, Chris, who are your, uh, your, your championship winners? Who are you taking? Um, I gotta say that I think the championship's gonna either be between Jerry, uh, and it's tough to choose between, uh, you know, the two circle jerkers on the pod- podcast, but, uh, probably I'm gonna say Eric, uh, Eric and Jerry face off, uh, and I think Jerry's gonna win it all. Um, so, you know, he's got Lamar Jackson, that's just a workhorse, uh, and hope the rest, and the rest of his team is just a bunch of studs. Uh, and most of all, I just 
hope the two co-hosts who we've had to listen to this entire goddamn season uh, just choke in the playoffs and uh, go nowhere after talking all this shit. I love I love your tears, by the way. Hey, what about the toilet bowl? Toilet bowl, you know it's not going to be me in the final. Uh, it's going to be, you know, the bottom dwellers of the league, uh, Jordan and Tristan, facing <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, and uh, I got to say, um, you know, of those two guys, I don't know who has the worst team. My team's obviously better. Um but I'd rather see Tristan do some public humiliation. So uh, uh, bad juju on you, Chris, Tristan. All right, and I'll wrap it up here with my picks. I'll start in the the winner's bracket. I like Connor, obviously, to win this week and face me in the first semi. I'm taking myself, obviously, Clash of the Co-hosts, clearly the better team. You know, whoever wins that matchup, I'm going to be favored again. So I like myself to make the championship for the second straight year. And then the other side, I'm taking an upset. I like Joe to advance at that side. So a battle of the bros in the championship with yours truly taking it down. I mean, could you write a better story? No, you can't. And then, you know, maybe the, the loser. Worst thing ever. Maybe the Sounds like the, a Hallmark movie. Uh, winner of the Topo might be writing a children's book. So in that one, I agree with Chris. I like Tristan and Jordan, the two bottom dollars to face off in the Topo. And I agree with Chris. I'm taking Tristan to, to I guess, win the Topo. Bowl. So sorry to Tristan. I think it's going to be you. You know, hopefully your penmanship is solid because you might be writing a children's book. You might be making Badonk Bidet sales. Who knows what you'll be doing? You just got to get ready for it. You might be, you know, benching 235 or whatever it is. Or running 225. 40, 225. Clearly, clearly you dash. bench, Eric. Yeah, obviously. You know, I could put it up a whole zero times. So, yeah. uh, but, I, you know, I'm not really worried about I'm never worried about what the last place punishment is because I'm never going to get last place. So, you know, we could make the contest to cut off your testicle every the loser has to. But I wouldn't be worried about it because I would never get last place. So Well, I only know. have one, so that would castrate me. We yeah. know what the punishment will be next year when you're last place, Erickson. Yeah, I know, you know, and I, and I know, I always know I can see Carl's testicle if I could just take a look up yeah, at that mirror yeah, yeah. in the ceiling. A Co- couple of things to note. Number one is I actually that was a joke. I have both my testicles, uh, and I'm willing to send pictures <laughs> out in case anyone is curious to uh, to verify that fact. Number two, I actually think that Tristan losing in the toilet bowl and being the uh, the the punishee would be great for the league. To be honest, I mean he's he's the other member of the EIG Creative Squad, him and Curtis. So I think that he could actually take whatever we give him and run with it. That would be enjoyable, to say the least. Unfortunately, Chris, you're not on that team. So even though I want you to win and I want you to be humiliated, I don't think you would be good at it. Yeah. Third thing I want to add is that uh, the 13th highest paid running back in the league is Giovanni Bernard. Wow, crazy. Never would have guessed that one. So, you know, if you ever need a trivia question to, you know, psych someone out, there you go. Yeah, maybe in maybe in seven years when we have another round of EIG <laughs> trivia, we'll talk about who was the 13th highest paid running back in the 2019 NFL season. Another thing I want to add, though, too, don't don't forget December 21st, Art Marble, 6 p.m. We're going to have a meetup. It's going to be a great time. And, uh, yeah, I'm buying the first round. So please show up. Uh, you know, I don't mind if you ghost me over text, but don't ghost me in real life. That hurt my feelings even more so. And I have very tender feelings. I wear my heart on my sleeve, and I cry a lot. That's what my therapist says I should do. He says to just let it out. So that's what I've been doing lately. So, anyways, I'll see you guys December 21st, 6 p.m., Art Marble. Chris, you making that drive up from San Diego to? I certainly will not be. I'll be in Montana. Uh, uh, so uh, sorry to hurt you, dumb feelings. fucks. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a big uh, bummer. You can go fuck yourself.
God You're missing it. out on a free round from Connor. Oh, I know. Oh, he's had enough of those. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. Chris, awesome job. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for stopping by. Of course, and anytime. Thank you, guys. Shout out to Chris Urkel, who I texted first instead Bomb of Chris Smart. You know legend. Chris Urkel. Legend. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some more listens, more downloads than last week. And uh, we'll see you next week as we get ready for the semis. Talk to you guys later. Let's do it.